If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Today I have a solo episode for you, and we are talking about the topic, which I'm taking in almost direct quotes from a message I got, but how to navigate the world as the only single person and only is a hundred percent in air quotes here because, and we'll talk about this, but I definitely get the sentiment of that sentence. And I know that's really hard hitting for people. So I did want to name the episode that, but essentially talking about when you feel like the only single person and how to navigate the world in that space, because I know that that can feel like a lot of people. I know my audience on here is a lot of people in their thirties, which thirties are, which, you know, I know this because I'm going through it. I know it's the season of weddings. I know it's the season of baby showers. I know it's the season where it feels like a lot of life revolves around having a family. So I know for friends of mine who are single during this this time, it can be really tough. So I want to make sure that I'm validating that. And that's really like my first point that I want to get into is I will be giving like points of advice and some action tips and things like that. But I want to make sure to acknowledge that it is okay to not feel great about it. It's okay to, there's so much out there. And I talk about a lot on the podcast about learning to love your life single which is very important, but just because you love your life single or in the process of learning how to love your life single doesn't mean that you don't have times where more than anything in the world, you wished you had a partner to share your life with. So both of those things can coexist at the same time. There's a lot of black and white thinking, I think, especially when we're navigating a breakup. But at the end of the day, there is so many things. There are so many things that can both be true at the same time, meaning you can learn how to love your life single and you can still really want a partner and be actively searching for a partner. So both of those things can be true. You can also learn how to appreciate aspects of being single, 
but then have times where you don't have plans and you're sitting at home and and you feel really lonely and hate those aspects of it. That's okay. We can love certain aspects, just like, you know, speaking as someone who is in a relationship, I can love certain aspects of being in a relationship. And then there are parts that are really hard and that I don't really like that much. So I don't want this to feel gaslighting in any way of saying, I don't know why you're worried that you're the only person single. You shouldn't be worried. You should just learn how to appreciate, like find the gratitude in this. That's not what I want this to come across as. I think it's very valid to feel sad about it. I think it's very valid to have times where you feel upset. It's normal to have times where you feel jealous of friends that are that are in different chapters of their life. All of those emotions are extremely valid and do deserve a place in your journal with your therapist with other friends, it is okay to, to say, Hey, I'm feeling super lonely. And I really wish I had a partner at this point, or, you know, talking to a friend, I just did a video on this on how to handle when it feels like all of your friends are getting married, or you're having to go to a lot of weddings. And so many people will come to me and say, I feel like such a horrible person that I don't feel happy, or I feel jealous for the person who's for my friend who's getting married. And it doesn't make you a horrible person as someone who the last breakup I went through, my best friend got engaged. I think it was less than a month later. And so we went through all of the wedding festivities and planning things in the midst of me going through a breakup. And what I knew then was, yeah, this sucks. It it feels like a, a punch to the gut. And my friend, you know, even acknowledged it of, are you okay? hearing this news that I got engaged, which of course makes you sad because you don't want to come across as that, but it's also okay. I can be jealous. I can be sad. And I can also be so happy for her that she found her person, which I was. So both things can coexist at the same time. And I had other people that I could speak to. I was not going to dampen her happy time, but I, I can talk to certain people in my life that are not her. And I can say, this is so hard that she's planning her wedding and I'm going wedding dress shopping with her. And I just got broken up with because my partner said they never wanted to get married. That's not easy. So there's this, and you hear me talk about it on other episodes, but feelings can't just be erased if we don't talk about them and don't acknowledge them. They tend to grow. And in my experience, they tend to grow into really obsessive thinking. And then once the obsessive thinking kicks in, it takes on a whole life of its own. And that's when we start getting into these really big things of, I'm never going to find someone or I'm doomed to be alone forever. And there's nothing wrong with anyone that has cats, but like, I'm just going to use the stereotypical, I'm going to be the old cat lady who never has anyone. So we don't want to let it morph into that. And that's kind of the second point of this first thing of being okay to validate. And it's being okay to have hard feelings around this is it's okay to acknowledge that you're sad. It's okay to acknowledge that you're jealous. It's okay to feel lonely. What I would really caution you not to do though, is do not take 
how you're feeling right now or your situation right now, which is a temporary situation. All feelings are temporary. Everything's temporary if we think about it. Do not take your temporary feelings, your temporary thoughts, your temporary situation, and turn it into something that is permanent in the future of which you know nothing about. So the example, all of my friends are married. My best friend just got engaged. I'm helping her plan the wedding. That means I'm going to die alone. And it's so easy to make that leap. And I know a lot of you have made that leap in your mind of my ex was the best I was ever going to get. That was my only chance at love. I lost the best thing that ever happened to me. There's no way I'll ever find something. And I hear it every few weeks. I do the flip the script on my Instagram stories. And that's the biggest thing that I hear is I'm never going to find someone as good as my ex. I'm never going to connect with someone on the same level as I did with my ex, which you don't know. You 100% do not know. I think, and not to get on a high horse about this, but I do think in some ways it's kind of arrogant to think that we know exactly what's going to happen in the future. And I know for a fact that I'm never going to be the person that finds the love of their life. It's just not true. I will get the objections of, I'm in my 40s. I'm in my 50s. I have kids. There are stories everywhere of people finding love in every single one of those positions. So to think that you're the only one, in some ways, I believe is can be an arrogant way of thinking. And that's not to put anyone down or call people arrogant, but I think that's just the truth. So do not make a temporary thought feeling situation into a permanent thought because then we're getting into dread then we're getting into depression and people will say do you think there are people out there who don't find someone and i will say this every time the only people i believe that do not find a partner are people that decide they're done the only way to not do that is to completely shut yourself off, which people can do subconsciously. If you're thinking you're never going to find someone and that you're going to end up alone, your brain likes to confirm the thoughts that we have. So it's likely that you're carrying that energy around. It's likely that you're not going to be open to letting anyone in your life. So I really think the only people that don't end up with someone are people that have decided that they don't want anyone and have decided that that's their fate. That's not your fate. So anyways, that's my little rant on making sure to keep things, just keeping things in perspective. And that's another big, really part of this topic is even the the title that I named it is the only single person. I know what that feels like. And I know a lot of you feel like you're the only person in your world going through a breakup. And I think that's a big Thing that I try to do through this podcast and through my social media is remind you that you are nowhere near the only single person. You are nowhere near the only person going through a breakup. I mean, if you just look at the number of people who are following me on Instagram, you will know that you are not the only person going through a breakup. And just being able to maintain that perspective is very important. And it's the same thing with not thinking that how I feel now is how I'm going to feel forever. That's what happens when we have a very narrow frame of reference. But if we open that frame of reference, 
and we can see, oh, wow, there's a lot of single people out there in the world. Just because in my immediate close-knit group of friends, everyone else is in a relationship and I'm not. Again, that's just a very small microcosm of the world and of your ecosystem. So it is very important to expand your perspective in that way. And in the episode with Heather, where we talk about working through your subconscious beliefs, she talks a lot about this concept of expanders, which I think in this case is very important, where it's easy to to lock into that one person you know who went through a divorce 15 years ago. I will tell you, my aunt is one of those. She went through a divorce 30 plus years ago, never dated, never found someone else. So it's easy to lock onto those examples. Again, that's our brain trying to confirm this huge fear that we have that we're never going to find someone. But she's one example. If I look outside of that, of all the friends that I have and family members I have that have gone through divorce, breakups, how many of them have found even better partners after that? It is such the landslide majority. And even if we look in pop culture references and the few times I've tried to post about this, people will say, yeah, but that person's an actress. That person is a model. That's not me. That's not really the point. The point is the more examples that you can see that, again, expand your perspective. If you see someone, I don't care if it's a reality star. I don't care if it's a celebrity. I don't care if it's a model. If you can see someone who went through a really tough breakup, took the time to work on themselves, and then found a beautiful new relationship, the more you can see that, the more you're not going to believe you're the only person going through that and the less isolated you're going to feel, which is very important is to not feel isolated in your experience. If you are a listener of this podcast, you know I warn about how your phone can either be a great tool or a huge obstacle when it comes to getting over your breakup. Instead of spending time on your phone trying to figure out what your ex is up to, why not spend some time engaging in a super fun mystery game that will help take your mind off your breakup? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I am such a big mystery and puzzle fan, so this game has been so fun for me to get into. When I'm looking for a little escape from reality during the day or a way to relax that doesn't involve social media, it's been so fun to use my brain in a new way by diving into June's captivating quest and engaging my sense of observation to find the hidden clues. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is so important to share your thoughts and feelings while going through a breakup, especially if it's something you're feeling any guilt or shame around. I know whenever I'm struggling with a certain thought or situation and I keep it to myself, it gets heavier and heavier and feels harder and harder to manage. I truly believe we are as sick as our secrets. Therapy has always been a safe space for me to have a judgment-free zone to get things off my chest. Whether it's something from my past, a current struggle, or something I'm anxious about in the future, I always feel lighter when I'm able to share something that feels 
feel scary. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. A question I get asked all the time is, is it normal for a breakup to feel more intense during my period? And the answer is yes. PMS is already so hard to deal with. And then you throw a breakup into that. And I know for me, PMS can make me feel anxious, exhausted, starving, and sad not a great combo. And that's why I love using and recommending Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, which can make PMS easier to manage and has helped reduce those anxious feelings and low moods I experience around my period. And fun fact, a bottle is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens, which help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. Hormones can make us feel so out of whack, and I agree with the most commonly used phrase in their 17,000 reviews, which is that it does make you feel like yourself again. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code HEARTBREAK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code HEARTBREAK for 15% off today. So having that perspective, even if you have to write that kind of stuff down, I am not the only single person. Just because I feel lonely right now does not mean that I will feel lonely forever. Just because I believe at this point in time that my ex was the only person that is meant for me does not mean that my thoughts, my feelings, and my situation will not change in the future. Reminding yourself that this is temporary, I say it at every intro and outro of this podcast, this too shall pass. The way you're feeling right now, the way you're thinking right now in your situation will continue to change over time. The people that come in and out of your life will change over time. So I love the saying of like, you have not met everyone who you're going to love yet and who's going to love you yet. So we can't say like, based on my current frame of reference, I'm clearly going to be alone for the rest of my life because that's just not true. So perspective. So we've gone through validation and perspective. The next thing that I want to go through is the attitude that we have around it. In my episode with Brittany Allen, she's 30 waves on social media. She talks a lot about the attitude that you carry around being a single person. And again, there are times where you can complain about it. You can be upset about it. You can vent about it. But I do think overall, the attitude that you carry around the fact of being single does make a difference. So Brittany used the example of, okay, you're at Thanksgiving dinner and whatever person in your family that tends to ask weird questions says, so have you met, like, are you seeing anyone? Have you met anyone yet? And instead of saying, no, I'm really discouraged by dating. I haven't really met anyone. Talk about the things in your life that are going well. I'm kicking ass at my career right now. I just went on this girl's trip to Sedona. I got this new place that I'm so excited about. So not just making the fact that you're single your biggest personality trait, I guess, is how we could say it. And I know it's really easy to do that. I know it's easy to make yourself the butt of the joke, 
which sometimes can help to make light of a situation. But I know for me, I remember I went, my family, we go to Wisconsin every summer, we go to this family reunion. And there was a year that I was quite literally, aside from the the children who were under eight, I was quite literally the only single person. And even my nieces who are younger than me, obviously, they brought their boyfriends. So, and I remember making myself the butt of the joke during that trip, which honestly, in some ways it was nice. It was kind of nice to like break the ice, but then I kept doing it. And then I felt bad about it, you know, instead of being able to just own it and just have fun with my family that week, me being the only single person on that trip was the least interesting thing and the least memorable thing that happened on that trip. There were so many other fun things and experiences that I had with my family and conversations that I got to have that I probably honestly wouldn't have if I did have a partner. So trying not to make the fact that you're single, the thing that you always talk about when your friends bring it up. And I know there are people in your life that may bring that up a lot and are very concerned, I guess, with the fact that you don't have a partner. And that does suck. And and in those cases, you can set boundaries if that's continuously making you feel bad. But you can also lead the conversation and talking about things that are going really well for you. So I think we can lead by example in a lot of these kinds of conversations. So having, I don't even want to say a positive attitude, but just having an awareness of your attitude around the topic is going to be extremely helpful because of Like I said, there are days that it's going to feel very shitty to be single. There are obviously holidays coming up. That's a really tough season to be single. But there are times that it's going to be amazing. And there are times where your relationship status, almost all the time, the relationship status should not be this like the single most important thing that you have about yourself. So this, again, ties into perspective. Perspective, I think, in all aspects of our lives is everything. And it's very much true in this case. And then the last thing I want to get into is going to be, I guess I would call it more action items. So you can't keep busy all the time. Keeping busy is very important. You can't do it all the time. So when there are times when you are by yourself or you don't have plans on a Saturday night, and sometimes we don't want to have plans all the time. We, we do want that time to recoup. But when you are without plans at home on a Saturday night, that's when the thoughts are probably going to creep in and it's going to feel bad. So just have those tips in mind about attitude, perspective, all of that. But when we are looking at how do we handle certain plans and and how do we handle our social life, again, when it feels like you're quote unquote, the only single person, a lot of people will isolate themselves from their couple friends because they feel like they don't they no longer belong cuz they don't have a partner to hang out with in certain things and I don't know if I'm the outlier on this but when I see my friends it's very rare that we have partners involved it's more so we're doing girls night a girls trip so when it comes to stuff like that don't write yourself off because you don't have a partner. There are plenty of things you can join in on. I don't think in my case, at least there hasn't been times where 
we're like, oh, we can't invite so-and-so because they don't have a partner. So if your friends are constantly inviting you to things that include couples, you can tell them, hey, I'm feeling really uncomfortable with, I'm really working through being okay, being single, but right now I don't feel great about it. Can we plan something that doesn't include partners? That is, you're well within your rights to ask for that. And my guess would be your friends are like, oh, of course, unless all of your friends are in very early dating stages with people where they're just want to spend time with their partner all the time, which will pass again. I don't think you're going to get pushback on, hey, let's just hang out with the girls or the guys. But then there are times where you can make the decision. I, I specifically remember a few years ago, there was this trip for a friend's birthday plan to Palm Springs, and it was going to be like four different couples. And one of our really good friend who was single at the time said, I don't want to go. I don't feel comfortable. I don't want to go and be the only single person on this trip. And she went and did her own thing that weekend. And it was fine. It wasn't like she was out of the group. It's just she decided to set a boundary that, to take care of herself in that way. And that's awesome. So you can choose how you would like to participate, but do not throw the baby out with the bathwater of just saying, I can't hang out with any of my friends that are in a relationship because of the state that I'm in now. And then the other half of that, it is important, I believe, to have friends who are in the same stage of life as you. So it would be great to have to make an effort to make friends, make new friends with or connect with old friends who are also single. I think that is very important. You're always going to have your core group of friends, but I do think it's very important to have friends who are at the same stage of life as you. So that might take talking to different coworkers and and hanging out with them. I have a good friend of mine who just got back from, I think it was two weeks in Italy on this like group singles trip. And she had quite literally the time of her life. And it's funny if we're talking about perspective here because I was so jealous. That sounded so fun to me. And yeah, I would not necessarily want to give up marriage, my kids, all of that, obviously. But there are aspects of both sides of the coin that we can say, oh, that sounds so fun. That sounds so nice. There are so many things that my friends that are single can just pick up and go do. And I, I cannot do that in my current situation. Now, does that mean that my friend who just went to Italy doesn't, if a partner showed up in her life, would she, you know, give up that other stuff? Yeah, of course. So Again, it's just remembering that the grass is not always greener on the other side. There are people probably in your life who, especially as we get into our mid 30s, 40s, there are people who are going through divorces, you know, and who have gotten married and done all of that and it didn't work out. So just remember, like, it's the grass is not always greener on the other side. But going back to my original point, there are things that you can do as a single person to help you connect with other single people, which is also really important. It'll make, again, it'll make, help you feel a little less alone. We have the Healing Hearts Club Facebook group that will help you see how many people out there are just like you going through the same situation. So I would say that's the the gist of how to, to handle. There are going to be I can't really address all this very specific situations of going to a wedding single 
you know, that's hard. Some, you know, sometimes you're at a different table, but again, it's like, okay, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to meet new people sitting at this table. You never know who I could meet. I'm there to celebrate my friend who's having this incredible day. And I can also run to the bathroom and cry when I feel sad. That's okay too. So there are obviously going to be a lot of situations where it feels like you're the only single person and how to, but I feel like through this episode, my goal was to give you just different frames of references and just key themes to keep in mind as you're walking through this. So we have, it's okay to validate your feelings. As long as we remember that this is all temporary, it's important to have perspective on this. And remember, you're not the only person. Expand your frame of reference. Find expanders in your life or in the media or on social media who have gone through the same thing and now have a relationship or maybe who are now just really enjoying their lives. Find those kinds of expanders. And still make connections with people, whether that's your friends that are still in relationships or meeting new single people. So that would be my suggestion for this topic. And I will see you guys back here again next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.